0: Welcome to Talking Bollocks, it's me, it's Howard, I am back, your favourite, your favourite mouth on a stick, rent a gob, we'll work for food, I am back, so are you, and it's good to be back. So, here goes the intro. My name is Howard H. Smith. I am lead singer in the UK thrash band, Acid Rain. You can find us at acidrain.co.uk. You can find rain, spelled R-E-I-G-N, because obviously some of you won't know that. Um, also, on, on Facebook, on Twitter. I also do stand-up comedy. You can find me at keithplatt.co.uk. That's the name of my character. Um, I also do uh, comedy as myself. And... Um, Some would say when I'm fronting acid rain. (laughs) Ha ha, ba-boom. And yeah, I do all sorts, and I do this podcast, thank you very much. This talking of bollocks that you seem to have found, or that you're a regular listener of. Um, Hello. This is yet another episode of bollocks. So, let's go straight in, and not with what's been happening in the, uh, the world of metal this last month, but more importantly... What's been happening in the world of talking bollocks? Um, Hopefully, um, there is some new uh, bollockers listening who discovered the podcast through the James Murphy special. Um, I've had tons and tons of positive feedback about that. Um, went to see Life of Agony on Saturday. You're going to hear the interview coming up. But um, yeah, we're, and, um, and there was a few people, a few uh, Acid Rain fans, a few um, podcast fans who um, who pulled me aside and said they really liked that. There was the one as well from a guy who, um, who I've seen around in, uh, I've seen it shows before. Hello, mate. Sorry, I can't remember your name. But he was telling me that he was he was out for a run listening to the James Murphy podcast. And he got to the end of his run, but the podcast was still going, so he had to go and do more running. So there you go. I'm keeping you fit as well, hey? Not bad. Not bad. This, all for the price of nothing. Um, uh, and please, please do remember, download the podcast when you're on Wi-Fi. You can download the whole thing to your phone and you can listen to it in bits. Again, I can't believe I have to say this, but people look at the podcast and go, Oh, three hours. I'm never going to have three hours spare. No, you're not. But there's not a story arc going on here. There's not character development. Yeah, you're not, you're not going to have to remember where you were and what was going on in the previous part of the podcast. It's just fucking interviews and me jibber jabbering. So you know, just spread the word, folks, as much as you can, if you would. Um, and like I said, I, I'm, I'm gonna have a bit of a, a, a bit of a moan. Um, I always do. So why not get in early? Um, my moan is a, an absolutely classic example of how social media works. Um, I I boosted the um, uh, two posts regarding. Um, the James Murphy interview the James Murphy special and um, I'm just I'm trying to look up the figures now and my bastard phone uh, the bastard app has crashed um, that's really annoying well anyway um, look the, the numbers are um, about well the trailer the trailer for the podcast saying hey this is coming soon did way better than the post with the podcast on it I put money I put the exact amount the same amount of money behind the same two posts I sent them out to the same audiences but the actual podcast was less popular and that is social media right there for you people want to be seen to be cool people want to seem to be oh yeah James Murphy oh yeah guys in the ledge yeah great lead player yeah yeah I'm cool yeah, no, no interest in listening to, actually listening to the interview. No interest in, in, in actually taking time out of their day to listen to this so-called hero, this guy who who they had everything by and was a great inspiration. No, that is people just be, trying to be cool, looking, you know, humble brag. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw him back in the day with blah and blah. And it's all shit like that tons of comments, loads of people liking the post. Then you put the podcast up, breaks my fucking heart. You put it up thinking, well, you know, this stupidly thinking, oh yeah, this, you know, this is going to go even bigger than that post. No. No. Did just over half the numbers. It just it is it that I'm, I'm afraid is the fucking society that we fucking live in. And by the way, here is another little tip from the top for you that, we, that my merch company told me. Do you know what they work on? They, what they work on on social media? A hundred likes equals one sale. That's right. Ninety-nine people just clicking the oh, that looks like because, oh, that looks like it. And there's so many people out there. And I've seen, Whenever I see a band or anyone posting on Facebook saying, oh, if we got CDs made, would anyone buy them? Oh, if we got sweatshirts made, would anyone buy them? Do not use Facebook as a um, market research tool. Please. It is a fucking waste of time. The time it takes to click your finger on a post. Yeah, that's that's not relevant to the effort it takes to actually buy something. Okay, they don't equate to the same thing. So, I know a lot of you listening will know that already, okay? You've heard me moan about it before. In fact, you've heard about me moaning about Michael Sweet of Striper, who can't seem to get his head around the fact that they've got 6 million likes on Facebook, but still only get 250 people turning up to their gigs. Um, I'm surprised they get that many, but there you go. Wow! What a bitch! Fuck it. Um, And you know what? I wasn't going to do this, but I am going to completely... I think it's only fair in the spirit of true transparency. I need to level with all of you. I need to be completely honest. In 40 minutes time, I was supposed to be interviewing the butcher babies. Um, I set the interview up. I, I it, it took quite a bit of work, a fair few emails flying around, but it got set up, which is a bit of a coup. And um, the longer the day went on, I just thought, I don't want to do this. I I don't want to do. And I, I, I thought, do you know what I'm doing? I'm. It, it's it's not me. I'm not. You know. I I, I don't really want to speak to them. I've got. Do you know what I mean? I've I've got. I've got nothing good to say about what they do. Um... And, uh, and and uh, that's because I don't like it. I'm not saying that. It, it, you know, that's just my opinion. Fine. But what's the point in getting them on and 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 just kind of like being snide and oh yeah, you know, justify yourself to me. Thrash metal's never been sexy. What do you mean, bring the sexy back? You know, and I, I just thought, well, a they don't need that you know I'm, I'm, I've got my opinion I'm a, and I'm allowed it and they've got their band and they're allowed it and those two things can coexist. they don't have to cross over whereby I'm just basically some sort of cunt bringing them to book saying right why do you do this and why do you do that and yes there are going to be Pro Tools on, on your album and, all and it's just like if, in their position I just think who, who the fuck's this dick why am I having to justify my existence to this knob and I don't want to be that knob I'm I'm happier being this knob the knob you know rather than being a different knob the knob you don't know so yeah I I, I sent an email I I totally pushed it out and said that I had a family issues well I, you know yeah good old straight talking me I felt really bad because the woman I've been dealing with has been fucking superb put so much time and effort into organising this and dickhead here just like pulls out at the last minute. <laughs> That's what I'm known for ladies. Um, but um seriously, um I just I've got to be honest with you and just say I I just wasn't looking forward to it. And and do you know what I've had a cloud hanging over me all day and I couldn't work out what it was. And it was the fact that I wasn't looking forward to it. I I love doing these things. You can tell, you know, I'm like a fucking Teenager on the on these interview in these interviews because I'm talking to people that I that I like I respect I like their music or I've toured with them or we know each other whatever, and and the butcher babies thing was kind of going outside of that remit which is what this podcast is and I uh, you know I I can't do that interview with with the butcher babies and I'd have to do something that I, that just like I said I just don't think is me so so I pulled out and um, that's not happening. Um, and uh, and that's the reasons why. And you know what? The minute I I sent the email and said, look, I'm really sorry, and the email back was, oh, no worries, it's not a problem, I felt better. That cloud that had been hanging over my head all day lifted. And I, all that tells me is I did the right thing. Some of you are listening to this and thinking, oh, you pussy, oh, you whip. Well, you know, fine, but fuck you. You didn't have to do it. Um, well, neither did I. I set it up and then didn't do it. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's just... It was the right thing to do. I'm satisfied that it was the right thing to do. Um, so what else has been going on in the world of medal this month? Well, again, sticking with the podcast. <laughs> hey, um, some of you may see, you may have seen on Twitter and Facebook, because I did share it, that um, Dave, I tweeted Dave Mustaine and Dave tweeted me back. That's right. Obviously not knowing who he was tweeting. Um, But um, yeah, he he mentioned in a tweet that I was just on Twitter and I saw this tweet pop up for him and he said, oh, it's a bit late here in London town. So I replied straight away within seconds saying, wow, are you in London? Um, Why don't I come over and do an interview? How annoying would that be? Um, And he replied the following morning saying, no, not at all. I'm not working. Now, a lot of people thought that meant no, not at all. It wouldn't be annoying. But the I'm not working is the key part, as in. It, it, basically, it was, can I have an interview? No, not at all. I'm not working, so there you go, but you know what he didn't need to reply to that he didn't need I'm sure he's got thousands of tweets. he didn't have to uh, bother replying to me in any in any way shape or form, so you know what I've given Dave um a lot of shit well and, I've continue, and I continue- i know and I will continue to, so you know don't worry, <laughs> nothing's changing that much but Fair play, you know. I really do, I really do respect that. I really do. I thought that was pretty awesome. What I didn't respect was Sharon Osborne this month going on about um, all the women that Ozzy had shagged during his so called, you know, sex crazed phase, sex pest phase, for calling it that allegedly. I better say that just quickly. Um, But she started reeling off. The women, and there's oh, there's some Russian teenage girl, and there was this. I was just like, does the phrase "doing your dirty washing in public" mean nothing to you? Have you been in reality TV and and this sort of open wound TV, where you just sit on TV and talk about all your problems? Like, have you have you been in that world so long that you don't have a filter anymore of stuff that maybe should not be in the public uh, out there in in, in public? Maybe you should, there, there should be just a little bit of something that you hold back I was just like what the fuck are you doing and then the reason I'm really complaining is basically I've got a fucking mental image of Aussie humping these various types of women that she's reeled off and I'm stuck with that mental image for the rest of the fucking day and now you are too <laughs> ah, so fuck you yeah yeah now we're all doing yeah so it, just really I mean I try and be as honest uh, uh, you know, I, I am honest with you guys and on all the rest of it but you you get talking bollocks, Howard. You know, and, and acid rain fans get H, Howard. And it, it, you know, the I am not the person that uh, I'm. I'm not like this all the time. Basically, is what I'm saying. So you, you know, this is this is me performing. I perform the podcast, and and yeah, and then it's me being Larry and out there and all the rest of it. But it, but there's you know, there's a big part of me that only my close friends know or my friends know, um, and and um, uh, you know. Um, it, that's just the that's just the way it is. You know, as a friend of mine said recently, they can't listen to the podcast um, because it, it, to them it's not it's not the person they know, and that's totally understandable. This is a part of me, without a doubt. This is a big part of me. This is the big it's the mouth part of me, obviously. Um, and don't get me wrong, I mean everything I fucking say on here. I'm just saying that unlike Sharon. You know, um, I, I can I can separate the the performance and the public from the private. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, I am comparing my level of achievement with that of Sharon Osbourne. What a fucking cock! Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, what else has been going on? Hot on the heels of the Galactic Cowboys <laughs> reforming, the new Living Colour album. <laughs> and the other band that i mentioned who um i can't even remember who they who they were um but reforming for a one-off show at a scottish festival in the highlands i think is heavy petting oh yeah petting not with a g on the end hey heavy petting from the 80s that bang average totally radio rock band are getting back together and they're playing they're playing in Scotland with the choir boys and rock goddess so what can I say get your tickets now before it sells out um, so there's a new Mastodon EP out as well um, and um, the, yeah that was that, Revolver magazine relaunched with the EP with Mastodon on the cover and they put it out saying uh, they put it out saying on the cover of Revolver with Mastodon um, available with four different covers Each featuring a member of Mastodon. When all four covers are placed together side by side, a single image of the full band can be seen. No shit! I can cut four pictures of Mastodon out of a fucking magazine and paste them next, and and stick them on a piece of cardboard next to each other, and that's a picture of the fucking band! No shit. You mean four separate pictures of the four individual members when you put those together creates one picture of the band. Wow. Can you imagine what they've clearly not not aware of the invention of Photoshop. That's going to freak these guys the fuck out, it really is. <laughs> it just seemed like stating the obvious. Oh, and, and it had to happen, didn't it? You you heard it you heard it here first. I predicted it. I didn't predict this particular one though the frank Zappa hologram tour is coming in 2018 that's right you heard it possibly one of the most crowd interactive performers of our time i mean great with an audience wonderful with an audience how the fuck do you replace that with a hologram i it's it's i just think it's an absolute disgrace i really do i know if if all of the if all of the various estates and relatives that they've all got to sign off on it um so they're obviously you know happening for that to happen i mean sorry happening they're obviously happy for that to happen um but i you know my opinion i just think it's it's just it's just pissing on a legacy. Now, some would say, no, it's 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 getting the legacy to people who, who, unfortunately, weren't around to be able to see him. Well, here's a concept to get your head around. You missed out. I mean, I didn't get to see the Beatles. I wasn't particularly bothered by it, but I didn't get to see the Beatles. You know, and I'm not going to now. You know, there is stuff that you... Again, this plays into the kind of, like, entitled fucking... Uh, Hunty's fucking society that we live in and it's like well you know i never got a chance to see frank zappa live so you better fucking create a hologram so i can fucking experience it do you know i mean it's just it i i just oh you missed out you missed fucking out if you didn't get cdo you missed out these are you know the the that isn't that the rules of life you know, you can't fucking right. I'm going to go to a job interview. Oh, I didn't get it. Right? Well, I want a fucking hologram of the job that I didn't get then, because I should have everything. I am entitled to everything. I want that job. I want. To, I want to see Frank Zappa perform live. I want to see Dio perform live. Fuck it. Dig up ev- anyone you can. I want to see them live. Oh yeah. Um, also, I applied for uh, some uh, some uh, film work. On the uh, on the forthcoming Star Wars franchise, I didn't get it right. I want a hologram of me being in Star Wars. It just when does it fucking end? It's just fucking ridiculous. Honestly, it just it, 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 ooh, oh it gets my dander up. It really does. Um, right, that's enough for me waffling. Let's get on. Let's get on with the interview. This was um, I'm recording this on Monday. So, this was only a couple of days ago, um, down at the Electric Ballroom. It was with Joey Z of uh, Life of Agony. Um, I told him to say hi for me from uh, uh, to Mina. Um, uh, especially, uh, you know, anyway, if I can listen to the Mina interview, that'll make sense. So, um, this is with Joey. This is actually outside, round the back of um, the Electric Ballroom, because this, this backstage area is so small. Um, everybody else was doing interviews. So anyway, Joey agreed to come out. It was supposed to be fifteen minutes. It ended up being forty-five minutes. Uh, me and that dude could have carried on for uh, you know all night. It was just well, you're going to hear what a great guy
1: this is. Me and Joey Z minutes because of the first band. Yeah. Exactly, so I thought yeah, the best thing to do is come out here so you can hear me. Yeah, right. so we no, can well, hear
0: each other actually. This, this is like we're like we're going to negotiate some sort of parlay or oh, strings, yeah. Yeah. Two well, street guys sitting hey, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we need to talk. <laughs> yeah. Kaz, guys, excuse us. We need to <laughs> talk. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <If> you just, <laughs> yeah, just want to come out back
1: <laughs> and have yeah. a chat.
2: You have right. a chat. Don't yeah. yeah. oh, well, yeah. stand over there.
1: Yeah, twenty minutes is good. Cool. Man. What's up? Um, how you doing, how Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm well, man. I'm good, well. Good. Um, Me too. So, um, short, long story short, um, yeah. I um, I sing in a UK thrash band called Acid Rain. We were cool. around back in the day, split up, came back, Yeah, else? I know that and, very well. Yeah, yeah. Myself? And spent and spent. I've, did, I've been doing stand up comedy for twenty years oh, really? between as well. Yeah. Awesome. Good yeah. for you. So, That's thank very, very cool. Much. Um, yeah, well, it, it's kind of you know kept the perform. I would still wanted to perform, but yeah. you know I was kind of done with music. Yeah. Um So that gives you an idea of. Like where where this is coming from? from. So the podcast cool. is called Talking Bollocks. Okay, that's basically what I do. Um, well, this is perfect. uh you, yeah, know, you can talk about where yeah, we are yeah, right absolutely. now. Absolutely. start off. Yeah, you, you listeners, we're sat next to some scaffolding outside the electric ballroom. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's the least salubrious um, place I've done an interview
1: <laughs> on. <of. laughs> so it's, like. it's about to get brutally loud inside with uh, blood runs deep. Yes. so we're we're uh, we're taking the easy way out.
0: Yeah, and and look, I appreciate you, um, uh, you know, your willingness yeah. to uh,
1: do this. And such well, in in the UK as well, late September, we're lucky we can even be outside. That's what so. I'm saying. You know, yeah. I said to Kaz, it might not be a bad idea. I said to the tour manager, for all of you who don't know, who Kaz is, it <laughs> might not be a bad to do it outside. It's a nice night out. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. And it won't be as loud as the venue in a few minutes. Yeah, here. yeah, and and funny enough, you
0: just alluded. Slightly too. I know what that's like. Yeah. Yeah. It's been stop,
1: start, stop, start, stop, start, hasn't it? Yeah. Well, um, Life of Agony, you know, yeah. it's been a roller coaster ride our whole career. Um, you know, I wouldn't trade it in for anything, though, at the same time, Howard. You know, yeah. it's like. To end up here. Yeah, to end is, up right where you are. Yeah. And, and uh, I'm in a very comfortable, happy place. I got a beautiful family at home. Uh, I finally, after 28 years of doing this professionally, i found the balance between family and touring. Um, somehow. Uh, so, yes, where I've landed is, is a very good place. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm happy in both worlds. I'm happy doing this out here. And when I get home, I'm just as happy, if not happier, to be with my family and... It's great, man. It really is. Do you,
0: do you ever find yourself in a position where you're, you're on the road and you're missing your family more than you're enjoying being on the road? Well, or being, or you then you're your family
1: and you miss being on yeah, the road? Yes, yes. Because that, well, that's fine. You're yes. allowed to. Oh, you're you know? allowed to. Absolutely. Yeah. And my wife knows. She can tell <laughs> You know, she could tell when I'm getting uh, that itch to go perform. You had yeah. said it yourself. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. that burning desire to perform. And, you know, it's part of me. It's part of you. It's mm. part of what we do Absolutely, as people. Yeah. Yeah. And when you don't do it for many months or you have down time, it's almost like you get this yearning to do it, and it's yeah. this calling. It's yeah, like calling. absolutely. Yeah, and that's the best way I could describe it. And uh, vice versa, when you're outside, when you're out on the road and you're away from home, um, yes, yeah, sometimes that there's like a shite day and, and things aren't going so great, and let's say just nonsense is going on or things aren't yeah. going well, yeah, you you think of home right away. You want to be yeah. there. I want to be there with my two little girls and my wife and. You know and, uh, and and so Yeah There's that There's that balance That That exists And I just feel like I finally found a good spot To be in and that's... Where that, that balance exists. And that is a, a, a place where there's no pain, maybe. Yeah, hey, that's funny. It pertains pain. to the record. You yeah. know, years ago, as kids, we were, we were very crazy. Uh, you know, not over the top, but we were a lot more wild as people, um, not mature. So there was an unbalance between home, life, yeah. and touring. You know, touring was almost like a, uh, a make-believe world, like a fantasy land. Yeah. And we treated it that way to some extent. We took advantages of some parts of it. But now I feel like I appreciate this so much that um, there's no more taking advantage of this. It, it is what it is, and it's very important in, in our lives and in my life.
0: Yeah, I mean, because you, you, you've... Are you still... Presumably, yes. you've got somebody
1: running the studio back well, home. Well, I, I actually don't. When I, this year... Uh, the studio is totally awesome and it's and it's going well. But I I run it myself because you know the old saying is you can't unless you do it yourself it yeah. won't get done right. Yeah. Um. I and my studio is now in my home. Although I do work out of multiple and many studios everywhere. I mean I've worked right. in Holland, Canada, San in California, New York. But I have my own studio for local and regional bands. Right. Um, I rebuilt after we got hit with the Hurricane Sandy in 2012. I lost my Method of Groove studio in Brooklyn. Oh no! But I have a brand new facility. It's actually in my home, so that's kind of special. Some of the fans, or 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 let's say bands that are no Life of Agony fans and they come record with me you know it's kind of cool because they're like oh well you know we're gonna record in your house and yeah absolutely it's really fun and they they get a kick out very respectful of course all the band never had a problem um we hang out in my yard at, you know in between sessions so, so what so what do you use as a what do you use as a drum booth when you're playing at home that's the thing i i have multiple studios i have this one ah, drum right, room okay. i use as you know it's easy now with a hard drive you bring that hard drive yeah, anywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. and you have yourself uh we have a proper studio out in port jeff new york that Um, is amazing studios called Voodoo Studios and I I specifically use that drum room in that studio because he has a full set of Neve Prees. <laughs> old school <laughs> okay, Neve yeah, with yeah, every yeah. old school fucking mic, RCAs, you know, Neumanns in that studio and he has yeah. a gigantic drum room that sounds fantastic loaded yeah. with snare drums. He has about 18 snare drums. Awesome. He has amazing setup there. Right. So, uh, I, I basically bring my clients, we do the drums there yeah, and then we finish up guitars, bass and vocals in my house. Yeah. Very great very very good combination the two studios sound great together and and i'm very happy with that do you you put vocals on last yeah usually of course um but when i mix mix i have some little tricks lately i've been Mm. mixing backwards i mix the vocals i get a rough mix of the music but i start really layering and getting in heavily with the vocals first making sure the vocals sound good on their own almost musical well yeah, you're not saying almost. No, no, I get it. I said the wrong right, word. I know
0: you're talking to the wrong. Right yeah, guy. my vocals are almost musical. Well, well, <laughs> I, I I
1: try to get them where if you just shut everything off, that the vocals have a unique and 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 special thing about them. Right. Yeah. Even without yeah. the instruments and all the uh, music behind it. So. I appro- I've been approaching mixing a little different it's really working out really great uh, I've heard a few interviews and I read a lot about producers and mixers mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. a couple of them said I mix backwards and I tried it and it you get great results so, so do, you, do you use that do you use the kind of um Uh, The rule If you like Of the vocals Should be just above The snare drum No I don't use any I'll tell you what I throw rules out the window When it comes to Recording and mixing Because every band Is different And every song Calls for a different Type of mix And feel And delays And all kinds And levels Mm. Some songs feel better When the vocals Pushed inside The the instruments A little more It comes across heavier Especially for heavy bands Yeah Um so, it really depends on the artist and the song. Yeah, and, th- it, dep- and it depends makes. on the vocals as well. Yes. Because you, you know, it, it, let's face it, you've got strong vocalists, you've got exactly. weak vocalists. And, and it's
0: not that, that, like, weak is a thing. It's just right. that their, their voice is a little bit more fragile and yes. it, it, you've got to find the place in the mix for that.
1: Yes, and uh, yeah, I feel you got to cater to what the strong points of the song or the yeah. part is. Yeah. you really got to... Uh, I like using a lot of automation in songs. It gives a lot of dynamic feel, mm-hmm. like... You know, maybe the vocals come, you know, a little kind of tucked in the verse, but then pop more in the chorus. So maybe the riff is really cool, the verse riff, and you push it into people's faces a little more, you know, like stuff like that, or the drummer has a cool bridge part, and the fucking bridge, you know, he has a cool, let's say, Tom part or whatever Mm. going on the bridge. You push the drums up in the face with the vocals. So Mm. I really try to mix for the part, and I've read that a lot, and I think... I think being open and reading and learning from people who have been doing it for a long time and people yeah. who you could tell have a lot of knowledge and you listen to their stuff and it sounds really excellent. Yeah. I've been trying to do more of being more of a sponge. Yeah. Instead of just knowing my way. And uh, there you go. That's why I didn't want to be inside. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So um, anyway, that's. That's pretty much where I'm at with recording, and I'm very happy because it keeps it interesting, it keeps it creative, and and it doesn't get stale. Yeah, yeah, and it keeps you it keeps you working with music. You're just working with music
0: constantly. Yes, yes, and that is just.
2: Yeah,
1: outside of touring, to I'm just home doing recordings. That's all I do is either touring or recording people. That's what I do. And how? And, and speaking of which, cliché, how's the tour going? Awesome. No, hey, listen, yeah. I love to talk about. it. That's why we're here. Um, tour's great. Tonight's the last night in London. We're Sorry, at the Electric yeah, yeah. Ballroom right now for yeah. all you people. I'm sure you know. Um, it was great tour. You know, again, um, we'd like to put the put it out there that what people got to understand is you gotta go and pick up the record for your artists the people the bands that you want to see because what the industry does is they look at numbers yeah If the people aren't buying your record, you're not going to get asked to come back. Yeah. And I think that's what the fans and everyone has to realize is it's not just the streaming a song, listening on YouTube. You got to support your artist, And I'm not saying we're going to make money off of it. It's just the fact of showing the label that there's interest in the band. Yeah. So I think, you know, we try to get the word out there that it's important to support the band. and. What we noticed on this tour is that we had a very, very strong UK support when it came to people buying the record. When yeah. we asked the crowds, "You pick up the record," we got great cheers and a lot of hands in the air. Yeah. And we noticed it because when we would play a new song, you could tell everyone knew the words. Yeah. Absolutely. And was singing along. So. Yeah. That means they're listening, and they got the record.
0: Yeah. So. Well, th- well, this look being in the band myself, this podcast is all about support your artists. You know, if you, if for whatever reason you're not picking up the record, pick up a shirt. Yeah. You know, spend money. Well. basically well, you know? Yeah. It's whatever it's, you got, whatever you can afford. If you you know spend it on what's most important to you. You know, if yeah. it's more important, you have the album, and you you're not going to be able to go and go see the band
1: live then, then do that you yeah know? we get um, asked a lot um, uh, we're out here on our we, we did a short run as you yeah. as you know it's only a yeah. week week and a half and uh, the way we do runs like this is we scale way down we yeah. as a band we're yeah. grown men or one lady and, and three grown guys yeah. and we very hands on with the gear yeah. And, and we have fans and, 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 and uh, Life of Agony you know the, the people in the audience we're setting up and then afterwards we're taking stuff apart and cables and amps and yeah. they're like why are you doing your own stuff a band like Life of Agony you know sold out venues yeah. packing up their own gear like we get questions we get asked yeah and,
2: bet, yeah, and
1: the answer is very is very simple yeah we're not afraid to um, we've we've done the touring with 12 person crew yeah. and, and spending yeah. the money on buses and trucks and we've done all those tours years and years and years and what happens is you go home and you realize you can't afford to pay your bills yeah so we're done with that trying to be this you know for now at least until things change a little bit in the industry we're trying to be humble and true to our families and and work as hard as we can out here and still put on a great show yeah and be able to come home with a few bucks in our pocket. Well, that's kind
0: of important as well because it, it's kind of, I mean, you know, you're, you're, you're taking, you know, a week, two weeks here and there out of your lives yes. and your family miss you and all the
2: rest of oh, it. Oh, yeah. Now,
0: you come home with nothing or in debt. Yeah. And it's
1: kind of like, well, how long am I going to support this teenage fantasy of yours? Yes, or, you know? yes. And, and how long can you do it? Yeah. You, you, you can't, you can't, there will be no... No more longevity to if you keep doing that, it's well, going to it, go away. Which is, which you
0: can't. Well, you the know. thing is, as well as people say, people will say, yeah, but surely you do it just for the love. And it's
1: like, yeah, but after a while, you fall out of love. Well, you know, it's we haven't fallen out of love with it. It's just it they they go hand in hand almost we love doing it but at the same time you do need to bring home money to pay your bills so yes. it goes yeah. hand in hand almost we haven't yeah. fallen out of love with it because I think if we didn't love it we wouldn't do it I know what I mean is yeah. if there's no if, if, if you're losing money all the time right, right. and people are saying but you should be doing it for the love and it's like yeah but that just gets eaten away at you right. know, over if, a period of time if you're having hard times at home yeah, yeah absolutely and uh, so long story short I mean bottom line is uh, we're out here working hard and we're enjoying what we do and, you know, we're, we're doing it the way old school punk rock and, and, you know, people used to do it years and years and years ago yeah. um, with yeah. very little help. We have a couple of guys. And that's it, you know. And we're out here, and we're gonna have fun, and we're gonna go home and be able to pay our bills. Basically, that's what it boils
0: down to right now. Just coming to the UK yeah. is that's that's quite. I mean, you know, that's
1: quite a commitment. Normally, yeah. it's Europe and the UK. And right, right. Well, we figured that we haven't been here in a year and a half, and last time we were yeah. here, we only did, I think it was three gigs. Yeah. And we said, you know what? Why don't we try to hit some of the smaller UK towns like Norwich I was going to say like London yeah. <laughs> like Nor- yeah, yeah. Norwich yeah, <laughs> yeah Norwich yes. Norwich and uh, you know and, and and towns like that we went to Newcastle yeah um, and you know we haven't been to Newcastle I don't know if we ever played Newcastle yeah and I think we've never played Norwich I know that what was Newcastle like Newcastle was good. You know, yeah. again like um, you know, the the crowds um how would you say we're not playing these tremendous venues with 2000 yeah, yeah, people yeah, in them yeah. in these in these places, but we you know, we're playing in front of 2 3 400 people. It's a good pull. And it's it, it's good, you know. Yeah. You 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 have people in front of you that really want to see the band yeah. and really have missed the band and you could tell. Yeah, you could absolutely. tell the energy yeah, yeah. even when there's just some That many people in front of you, and they're giving it their all, it's you could tell it's such so right that you came and played. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, you're you're one of those bands that's had that's got such a legacy that
0: there is going to be a lot of people coming, never seen you before. Yeah, and there's a lot of hearts, and it's like
1: you know, and it's great. You got Mina now, and Mina's just having a great time. My cousin, that must Uh, make such a difference. It is how it it is a, a completely different. Band. Yeah, yeah. It is in such a good way, in such a peaceful, happy way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. the days when Mina was Keith, and, and, you know, Keith did not want to even, not want to be there. Just not want to be there. Yeah. So now it's just so cool and special that that Mina is up there just giving it her all every night totally free having fun with the crowd talking to them having conversations between songs with which is, individuals which is, which is just so it's, not it's old just a 180 yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. a 180 you know yeah, yeah. from what it was and, and it's just so nice to see we have a lot of laughs a lot of good times and I, I just hope this uh we can get some longevity out of it and we don't uh yeah. We don't have to take another break or anything like that. Yeah, so yeah, it's, no, it's, it's hard. You well, know? it hopefully, I mean, hopefully, hopefully we could you could just you know, keep the ball rolling. It's hard yeah. for bands these days, unless yeah. you're really like uh, you know Slipknot level or Metallica. Yeah. It's hard yeah. to keep. You've got to hard to keep well, it. Well unless, unless you're that level, it's hard
0: to get booked on any other night than a Friday well, that's or so a saying. Saturday, you know. That's but what I'm it's like, it's part of Europe where it's like we're not interested in shows yeah, on a Tuesday or a people, Wednesday. Yeah, sixty
1: yeah. people in front of you on a Monday, you know? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Hard. And it, uh, it's the same in comedy as well it, it's
0: it's you know it's just the, it's getting people out of the houses that's getting the them out of their fucking houses get them away from, away them, from the, the computers get them off the computer get them off the streaming off the TV get them away from their phones yeah get them, get them into a venue and it is getting harder and harder and but what you do find is like you're saying about the slip knots and things like that um is that it, it, people seem to be entering this kind of well if it you know I'll go to an arena show right.
1: maybe once or twice a year right right Whereas they could be going to 10 club shows. Right. But it's like, no. People aren't bothering anymore. It's like almost like. I don't know. It's getting really weird, but thank God we have that cult following that comes out and sees the band. Yeah, whether yeah, it's on a yeah. Monday, whether it's on a Thursday, we have people in front of us. We're very happy. We've done some very successful runs in Europe, the yeah. European in Germany and Austria and stuff. God, they love you out there. Oh my God! The Places are, are packed. We got a thousand people in front of us on a Tuesday night. You know, it's like, uh, yeah. it's awesome. You know, Yeah, has to be nothing- Belgium then. Yeah. Yeah. There's Belgium. nothing to do in
0: Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> no. Thanks, no it's right, true. Anyway. It's true.
1: It's Belgium and, uh, and and Austria and yeah. you know all these places. We got we get these big shows on like Thursday night. But Monday I night. but I think you know and and you know it's just my cod
0: philosophy. But I I think that the you know well, Life of Agony has always had one foot in the NYHC camp, but one foot in the not NYHC yeah, camp. Like that you true. always sang about right from day one. Right from River Runs Red. What separated you was yeah. you always sang about emotions. Yes. You know, you sang about now normally sometimes in a band's career, like it takes years before they mature there. into that. To get there. Yeah. And it's like always oh, songs about them and people and it's all outwards. Yeah. But Life Right writing the word go was was, in, was, it was it was looking in. Yeah. yeah. And and I just think that's that's what separated you. That's what's given you the length of you know, the length I agree. Of the longevity. And also I think that's why there's so much goodwill
1: out of there. Yeah. And oh, yeah. it's the connection because of that. The yes. people say, "Wow, they understand what I feel." Yeah. It, it's almost like I say this all the time. We've held on to our audience because, in a way, they know us yeah. through the lyrics and music. Yeah, they know who we are as people. Yeah, we've had people come up to us crying. Yeah. You know, you saved my life. It just happened again on this run. The guy was crying, kissing our hands, kissing my hands. Wouldn't stop kissing a man, grown man, <laughs> yeah, crying. You saved my life, kissing my hand, hugging you know, kissing Sal's hand, kissing Alan. You know, it's just it struck it, it, it connects with people, yeah, and they understand, they know that we understand, yeah, and that's absolutely. part of a place where there's no more pain. Where it comes from, it's like, come join us because we do know your struggles, we're creating yeah. this room where you were safe with yes. us you know and that's kind yeah. of like the premise of the album and where the title comes from well also I think you know from
0: from that point of view when you when you um, when you came out you know nobody was really doing what you were doing still right. no one really does what you do yeah. um and I think when you've had that kind of connection with people for so long, and especially there'll have been, there'll have been kids in their teens, yeah. the River Runs Red really struck home with them, were really struggling with their lives, and older fans as well. Yeah. And, you know, the years may
1: pass, but that, you know, that will that always prevail. You know, that doesn't yeah, change. Yeah, exactly. That will that, be there. Yeah. That will always be there. And it's funny you say that, because I just met, and we did a show over in Jersey a few, uh, about a few months ago, and uh, there was these two young kids never met them before two young teenagers two two boys two young guys probably about 17 18 years old going nuts in the front of the barricade while we played afterwards i'm packing my stuff up and i see them they're waving their tickets hey they didn't know my name then hey could you sign this for us i walked over i said sure started talking we just we just heard your band on the radio it was on this uh, station called Liquid Metal in in America right we heard your song and we bought your record these two young kids so it's so cool to see that these two young guys were able to connect to Life of Agony you know, even yeah. I'm I'm forty five, I'll be forty six this year. These seventeen and eighteen year old kids were so hooked when they heard the song and they loved the lyrics and they were like, You fucking awesome album, man. We're gonna come we're gonna buy every one of your records and they were so excited and it was, it was such a good feeling because you don't get that yeah. all the time. No, 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 no. And I was like, tell your friends, you know, share yes. the music with your yeah. friends. I told them. I said, yeah. Thank you. I said, I'm Joey, I introduced myself. And they were like, cool, oh, man, yeah, nice to meet you. You did a great job, whatever they said. And uh, it was just special. That was a special moment, and I'll never forget that because two young guys like that, two young metalheads that loved it and heard a song and went out and bought the record, that's what it used to be like. Yeah, absolutely. And yes. I was so happy that it <laughs> happened again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know?
0: Well, yeah, and it happens all too rarely these days. Yeah, you
1: know? so it was just confirmation that... Um, we're still doing a good we're still doing a good job
0: yeah no absolutely I mean a,
1: well a, a, a good job I
0: think you're doing an even better job thank you, you know, man. thank you, you. Know, because, we're trying because I, well, yeah, but as you said it, you
1: know you have this posit- force of positivity this yes. force for good in the band now. yes and you that's know. another thing Um, that's uh, I like to use that we I almost feel like we're trying hard, but we're not forcing anything. Yeah. We haven't, we haven't forced one stitch of the music on the record. Yeah. Everything just happened. We don't force our shows. Yeah. We go with the current of the audience. Whatever yeah. the current is, we're there. Whatever the current is flowing, we years ago, maybe we forced a little too much. Now, we're very, very about the moment. What's happening right now, whether it's a conversation with Mina in, a, in person in the audience or... Yeah. Or just just really just you know just having a a naturally good time with it. yeah and, and I think that is is making us even better than we ever have been. Well, I think
0: from when you were speaking now, I was thinking that in comedy you call it um, play in the room. Yeah. which is here you go you, you, you play the fucking room. Play you, the you room know you know if there's 200 people there and you've just done a show in front of 2000 yeah. don't be doing it like you you know you've got to play the room thank uh, you that's what it is
1: years ago we would get a little disappointed if there wasn't as many people at the shows one night yeah, and you'd tell in the band it's everyone would everyone uh, yeah everyone would get like but now it's completely different yes cuz we're feeding good energy off each other and good energy off the room and I think that that has done so much for the band. Yeah, so much for our own selves and our everyday. Yeah, because you're playing the gig. You're not playing the gig you thought it was going to be. Exactly. Or you're not playing the gig you wished yeah, it was. You wished it was. Yeah, you're yeah. being very true to what it is. And yeah. That. That. And even the record, and even writing music, we did the same thing, Howard. Right. We we're very true to how we were feeling. What. What was coming out of us? What we were sharing? It wasn't. It wasn't forced to just. Just very true to it, and and I think that says something about life in general. Yeah,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, it's. Um, well, you know, it, it, you can only create art. True art, and it comes from honesty. You know, and and. If it's not, then it's manufactured, and it's not. and you feel it. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I want to go back a good few years. I don't know how long you were doing it for, but I think it was around
1: 2010 you helped um, Pete Steele dig up Carnivore. I was just thinking of him today. Oh, man. So funny, because I remember playing London with him. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I I I love that guy, man. Carnivore was, was, like, just... One of my favourite bands one of, growing up. Yeah, one of mine I, as well. One and of was my like, biggest influences on music, on riffs. Uh, I remember hearing World War III um, Tommy oh Lynch played God. it on the radio
0: and I was just like what the fuck is yeah. this? Our then guitarist Gaz was like, Oh you, you know, let check this out." I was like, "What the?" But so got the first album, got the second album, and it was like, "Wow!" And then it just kind of disappeared. Yeah, and uh, you and you, you kind of helped him sort of yeah bring it,
3: get back. it back on its feet. He, really. uh,
1: I, I'll tell you a quick story um, about how it happened when I got the call. I just had opened Method of Groove Studio Right I, okay, just, yeah. I just opened The, the studio. legendary Method was, of Groove thank Studio you, It was 2006 they, Right We're going back This is when this happened By right, the way okay, Right okay This is when it started uh, This whole thing Carnivore again um, I was in the studio It was late at night I just had a few bands rehearse there Not even record because I when I first opened the doors I also had rehearsals so people were coming in the door and checking out the studio the yeah. room the live room yeah. so I had some rehearsals going on I remember locking the doors up one night and I had bands all night and I had a headache and I was kind of like bummed because Life of Agony wasn't playing anymore yeah. and I remember sitting in my control room chair kind of with my head down upset
2: Yeah.
1: I, I didn't know what I was doing like I just had opened the studio it was kind of odd um and I'm sitting there at one o'clock in the fucking morning contemplating my future yeah so fucking weird it's a true story the phone rings behind me the studio phone the new phone number right yeah I'm like what the fuck I thought maybe my wife checking on me or whatever (laughs) so I pick up the phone hello hey what's up you fucking mountain goat (laughs) someone says that right I was like, Peter, Steele always called me Mountain Goat, because of my goat see. Yeah, you know, used to pull this guy, hey, you Mountain Goat. <laughs> and I go, Peter? He goes, yeah, who the fuck you think it is? Who else calls you a Mountain Goat? He goes to me. I go, what the fuck? I haven't heard from him in maybe three years at that point. Yeah. yeah. Mike what's up dude what are you? What's going on What do you call this dude I'm like yeah. How'd you get this number It's fucking online What are you talking about You put it there He's like yeah. <laughs> you know how he talks Yeah And I'm like What's up Cool man What's up He goes Well I have a proposition for you He goes How would you like to He goes I'm putting carnivore together And uh, you're my first choice For guitar oh, would, would you do it and I said, I some motherfucking Louie, brother." Awesome. <laughs> and I started crying, <laughs> I, 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 I like tears, because I was so happy that he asked me. And I was—I yeah. told him I have tears, brother. He was like, "Oh, come on!" He goes, "Meet me at my house in a few days, whatever." Yeah. And I literally hung up the phone and I screamed out loud. I yelled, "Yeah!" That's that awesome. I was gonna get to play carnivore songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Peter on stage. Yeah, fucking hell. And I fucking screamed out loud by myself. True story. <laughs> I hung up the phone and screamed, Yeah Fuck <laughs> And and I was just so happy and it was great, man. Oh, I met cool. him at his house that first day, it was a few days later and um we talked and it was fucking awesome we started rehearsing right away maybe within two weeks how many shows do you play a bunch we we actually did a full european tour is that the one where you you did um you did some festivals yeah you? we did a whacking yes the first show the first first oh, show it was wasn't was it whacking yeah but we did one warm-up show in New York City called a place called Fontana's, very small underground club. Like literally, the ceiling was right above you. Peter was almost hitting his head on the ceiling. Um, Fontana's very small, but it was packed. Carnivore, you know, stack. Yeah. yeah. And it was a great show. Bobby Hamble for Bio as it showed up. Um, it was a great show, and uh, and then we literally two days later we were flying to Europe for Wacken So it was one show <laughs> and then Wacken and, all over. Yeah, and then yeah. Uh, from there we did many shows. We did a couple of New York shows, B.B. King's. We did uh, L'Amour, uh that reopened in Brooklyn and uh, Staten Island. Um, and then we we did some shows in Connecticut. You know, yeah. uh, and when we got so back from the Wacken, then they booked a European full tour. We went to Italy. We went you know, all over Germany, and that was the first time Carnivore was ever in Germany. Right. Yeah. So we were doing those crazy, you know, like, Jesus, Hitler. Jesus Hitler, yeah, and, yeah, and but yeah. people didn't realize that Peter was just talking fantasy talk. He, yeah, well, yeah. funnily enough, yeah, yeah it's right there in the lyrics. Yeah, and that's how he always created, it, and it was very brilliant, actually, and ingenious and, and the way he he had always play on words and, yeah. and the way he took scenarios and twisted them up, and he just he was very uh, creative person. But anyway, um, yeah, we did a uh, great tours with Peter, and then, uh, I, well, I, I did. You know, great runs with Peter, and we did great stuff. So, and what? So what happened? Do you even remember, do you remember how it sort of came? Kind of came to a well, we came to a halt? yeah, we typo did it. I had to do a record, so he had to take right. some time off for Carnivore, right. and then the plan was to, to start writing a record for Carnivore yeah. together. And he wanted to do a record, so he was like, as "Soon as I'm finished with the typo album and the touring, I want to jump back into Carnivore and blah blah blah." But unfortunately, within that period is when he passed. And um, it's funny. Uh, I have, we did a live recording we were going to put out. And we did it at Method of Group Studio. Right. Like a, like a um, what's that album called? Uh, Origin of the Feces, Typo? Oh, right, Remember yeah. They yeah. did that with the live. Yeah. <laughs> we would do, do the same thing for Carnivore. We recorded it at my studio. I have the recording. Wow. But a lot of people asking me about this recording because they heard about it. problem was is that I, I will not release it. It's just for me because Peter wasn't happy with the way the vocals turned out. Right. And he wanted yeah. to do them over, he told me. Right. And he passed before we could do the vocals over for the so I would so never you, yeah, you come I out. would yeah. never and although it's okay, it sounds okay, he just wasn't hundred percent happy. I would never sell or put something out that yeah. my friend was not a hundred percent about. Yeah, no, and now he yeah. can't be here to back himself up. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah. recording will be Gonna be with me for the rest of my life. There is there is there is loads of people listening to you. I know and and (laughs) I'm gonna tell and I'm sorry, and many people have asked me and and, and some people are upset and mad. Um but you know what? I'm gonna stay true to my fucking friend. Yeah. That wasn't happy with his vocals, no matter how much money someone offered me. I've had people offer money for it. And you know what? That's not what it's about. No. Peter would not be fucking happy with me if I let that go. Yeah. In the state that it's in. Yeah. That's the bottom fucking line. Yeah. So it stays with me. It's for my enjoyment only. Once in a blue moon and turn it on and and listen to the recording. I mixed it yeah. a little bit. I messed with it. Um, just for me. And uh, that's it. It's my little trophy that, that I'm going to keep at home.
0: So if I brought Acid Rain over to your studio and we got to record with you would you play it of for course yeah, I would, play. Oh, right. okay, I would so. play it
1: for somebody I just would have to uh, confiscate all your devices <laughs> yeah, first. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> I, right, right. I, I actually right. haven't played it for many people and because and, not many people know about it but um, a few do and, and uh, I maybe I, I played it for maybe two or three people in my life so right. and that's for all the way from 2008 I want to say we tried that right so uh, or maybe a little later 2009 we did that recording in my studio but you know, again, it's it's not for the. It, again, I would never do that, and, and would it wouldn't be right. It would be unloyal to my friend. Yeah, absolutely. To sell yeah, yeah. something that he wasn't a hundred percent. Or be betrayal. Yeah, exactly. It's like not yeah. cool. It's it's just not cool. Yeah. So absolutely, absolutely. Uh, You know, unfortunately, the vocals didn't come out the way you know we we. In Tended them to it wasn't it was done live so well exactly and it, what name of vocalist out there who's going to do one take one of take all of their songs, songs, songs yeah I'm happy with that yeah exactly so he wanted to touch a lot of it up and and fix some yeah. parts up and, yeah, and make absolutely. it better yeah and I totally understandable so um, but it, it just never happened because he passed and it was oh, soon man. after that never mind so yeah. Never mind. Anyway, oh, well, I'm sure, he'd be, I'm
0: sure he'd be um, I'm sure he'd be proud of you now. Yes. Back on the road and yeah, all yeah, everybody I, together
1: everybody back together and I you know. feel him and, and sometimes I try to channel his energy. It's true. Uh, even during the recording for a place where there's no more pain. There was a song like called Bag of Bones on yes. the album. Yes. And uh, I specifically channeled that energy um, For the recording of the guitars for that song channel Peter's energy and if you listen to that song again listen to the way I played the guitars on it it's very carnivore typo-esque even the sound that Matt Brown and I went for specifically was that sound because I, I wanted to channel Peter for the recording of the guitars, at least for that song. He seems to have—he he seems to have had such an influence on everybody. That, oh, that he I've made ever me a him. better player. He made me a better singer. I have another band called Zyre's War that I'm going to be working up a record soon. I have a lot of music that I'd like to get out. I sing and play. Right. And Peter gave me a lot of confidence with that. He—he he made me sing a lot in Carnivore. He actually made me take lead parts in—in in the right, songs right. live. A lot. He'd be like, I want you to do that part. He liked my heavy voice. Right. He liked the heaviness of it. So, you know, he gave... I don't know. He. I've learned a lot from him when I played with him those years. Yeah. Three, four years we played together, so...
0: You and came along
1: just at the right time for you as well it was well, perfect you know? it was with the just, whole thing and what I was yeah. going through and that little way well, was that, was that, so that would have been you? After you we were just Broken coming Valley off, yeah you were coming and, off the and Broken we Valley we weren't we weren't in a good way because of how that album went and how Epic kind of yeah. dumped us uh, dumped it down the tubes and yeah. the touring cycle was like shite and uh, we, we just weren't in a good space the band and I was home and I had to do something and I opened the studio and it was a brand new venture and I didn't know what was going to happen and you know, it was confusing, and then he gives me a call, and it was like magic. It was like my life was picked back up in minutes.
2: That's and awesome. It was amazing. It was amazing awesome. moment. I'll never yeah. forget
1: it as long as I live. And then you guys came back together in sort of around 2010. there? yeah, yeah eighty yeah. nine, nine, just to get together and play some more. It was it was after, and that was pretty much just right. Yeah, right before Peter passed, when he did typo. Yeah when he was doing typo again that's when Life of Agony picked up and started playing some gigs again oh. yeah and uh, then we took another break in 2011 so yeah, band's been on, up and down on and off oh yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot many many times
0: yeah what's well, funny it's, it's, it's- I, you often hear that um, oh being in a band it's like you know it's like being in a marriage and it's like
2: it's, it's
0: not it's be it's, it's like it's like being in four separate marriages at the same time yes, and they yes, all require yes. as much work as each other that's you know? right and it it's, changes as well everything over here and then and you know? suddenly
1: it's this is this yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because
0: when it's like it's hard to explain to people but it's like people change all the time you know we're all taking on you the automation we're changing as people yeah so you can all be you know getting along well and then that, that changes because then we're all then right yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: then suddenly uh, maybe two, well, it's, what, yeah. it's like if you move a jigsaw around yeah. you know it's kind of like, like it stays together but there's yeah. like little kinks in it and, yeah you know. it's true and and that's okay you know and that's okay yeah. as long as you're mature about it and you know well it's getting older helps doesn't it it does <laughs> it, really <laughs> it really does, does yeah. you, you don't sweat the small stuff at least yes. that's how it's saying don't sweat yeah, the small stuff absolutely hey, listen sometimes people some days are moody it's okay, you know? Like, yeah. years ago, that would bother... You know, you're a kid... You know, you get all fucking, uh, how would you say, uptight with each other. Yeah. But nowadays, if someone's just not in a good way, it's nothing personal. It's just, they're just not having the greatest day. It might be something at home or... But well, when you're young and you're in a good mood and someone's in a bad mood, it's like, he's fucking with my vibe. Right. When you're a bit older, it's like, oh, he's not feeling too so good. That's, right. That's a shame. That's a shame, right. You know? And, and that's you're where like, we're you at. Empathize as, with it. As older guys. In your mood. As yeah. older guys. That's where
0: we're at now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, well, you know, we're not the most important people in the world anymore, right? Exactly. We? Yeah. That's yeah. the thing, you know. It's not yeah. all about me anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. Those, those years were fine. Yeah, yeah. those yeah. years were okay. Well, yeah. we're,
1: yeah. It was yeah. about me. That's like, I, thought, I thought I was a pretty nice guy back then, yeah. but, you know, looking back. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's so funny. We're like, yeah, yeah. yeah I look back on yeah. my old, I see videos or interviews with me, you know, yeah. and, I, and I almost like have to cringe a little, Bit I'm yeah, like, yeah. How did anybody even like me? <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I was so annoying, man. I like,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, man. I exactly. Now I'm, I'm, I, I'm like, I wish I could do it all over and be this guy. You know, absolutely, absolutely. So I, I say to everybody, and
0: you know, I'm enjoying it more the second time around. than did the yeah. first. You know, yeah. the first it was, it it was all just like, oh, well, you know, yeah, a lot in your head. Is So important, yes. And a lot yeah. in your head.
1: And now yeah, that's yeah. the thing about getting older. You realize uh, you don't have to keep everything in your head. You can compartmentalize some of the, the, stuff that used to bother you and put it away and move yeah. on. You yeah. know, even that goes like that with people, with 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 things that you maybe have gone through. You could kind of like move on from them and, you know, just yeah. leave, leave them behind. And as you get old, as you know, you start you you you, you start kind of being very choosy about who you spend your time with because there's not much time. Yeah. So you you start becoming more choosy about. You know, hey, listen, if this person just constantly fucking annoys me or it's not happening, I'm not going to spend much more time with this person anymore. I'm actually yeah. going to move on. Yeah. So I think as you get older and mature, you, you start learning how to do that a lot better and in a nice way where you're yeah, not insulting yeah. anybody or. Well, no, you've you just, just got to focus on. Try to focus on the good stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But I can right. t- I can see t- yeah. t- uh, we've got some hanging
0: around here. So, um, okay. right, look. Joe, it's been an absolute thanks pleasure. Out. Really enjoyed our thanks, our, man. I'll chat out back here. Thank it's you. It's just starting to get a little bit cold now. Yeah, that's <laughs> <all> right. <laughs> this this, is, is, we this could is probably carry on doing this until it was dark. Oh, <laughs> I I you're kidding me! Yeah. I,
1: I, but thank you to all the uh, you know everyone listening, and sure, uh, thanks to all the uh, LoA fans out there and uh, everyone that's that supported the band all the years i always like to say thank you well it's been it, i mean it, when i was said earlier about the the massive amount of goodwill that there
0: is towards the band and i spoke i spoke to mina actually when the just as the album was coming out yeah. um and um you know saying there's there's this tidal wave of 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 you know uh, of good feelings and of um yes. and of goodwill but that needs to turn into people turning up to shows and people buying the record. And that's what we're trying to do. Y- you know, you got to keep and going. Absolutely, got to keep absolutely. going. Cool. Thank All you. right, man. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. And there you go. How cool is Joey? Eh? What a top man. What an absolutely top, top bloke. Um, we had a really good chat, as you heard. Um, uh, and yeah, it was, it was, and all that carnivore stuff. For those of you out there, I know there's a few out of you, Dave Ingram for sure. Um, you'll have been loving that. All of the, all the background and stuff that we had no idea was going on. And that there's a live album that no one's ever going to hear. Unless I got my ass around to Joey's. Um, so, um, so yeah, that was really cool. Really enjoyed it. Um, again, thanks to Andy Turner. He always he's sorted me out. So many interviews, so many of these interviews that you hear are, are, are sorted out by him. So big shout out to Andy. Thank you very much, Andy. Um, and now a it, it, well, a talking bollocks exclusive. This has not been announced yet, um, but I am um, well. I am not going to be doing talking bollocks live. You know, I've been moaning about that for quite a while um, but I am doing an evening with H um, and basically uh, this is, uh, it's going to be it's 90 minute show, it's two 40, 45 minute halves with a sort of 20 minute interval, um, it's a spoken word show where I'm going to be basically talking about all the wild and wacky adventures um, that I've had over the years in the band back in the day with you know, all, all well just about every thrash legend you can fucking mention um uh, well yeah including Cliff Burton wow so um so yeah it, it it's it is um yeah it, it it's a spoken word show there'll be some laughs there'll be some crazy stories there'll be um and there's also a Q&A part where um you know you can fully enough ask me questions and I'll answer them so I'll be talking about the music business in general what it's like to be in a band now but also all of the fun stuff from back in the day and everything and everything else so um uh, yeah if you can make it the, the very first of these shows is December the 15th. That is Friday, December the 15th at the Sanctuary Rock Bar in Burnley. So if you can make it, it'd be lovely to see you. Um, if you can't, but you know friends who live there... Tell them to um uh, tell them to come along uh, it's not announced yet tickets aren 't available yet, so I can't give you that information, but i will well, I'll be plugging it like a motherfucker don 't you worry about that um but if you want if you want to come along it'd be really cool to see you. Any talking bollocks questions would be um uh, gratefully received and uh well any questions frankly anyone turning up will be a fucking start all right that's that's the main concern getting people out of their houses away from their tvs and away from their computers long enough so i can jibber jabber in their ear for 90 minutes but um yeah if you were if you want to come along please do if you know people in the area please let them know um so um what else has been going on um oh yes oh yes along with the galactic cowboys um the new living color album (laughs) is oh yeah, that's right the album we've all been waiting for I mean, you've seen the online polls you have seen the the drama that has been created people have been absolutely crying out for this yes, you've guessed it oh yeah, the one, the only the heavy metal Elton John himself Andrew WK is bringing out a new album for the first time in a decade woohoo! Hey, isn't that what we what we all wanted is, what, you, what what are you saying? No one, no one asked for a new. Well, someone must, or maybe not. I don't know. But yeah, we are getting. We, we are get oh, an alarm has just, an alarm has just come up on my phone saying Butcher Babes and, uh, sorry, I I did have Butcher Babes, which is pretty fucking cheesy. A Butcher Babes interview alarm just come up on my phone. So, because um, I'm supposed to be interviewing him in 15 minutes time. Let's not go on about that, eh? Um, so, oh God, fucking hell. I just, I just looked at my phone. I got a notification. uh Will your album, will your new album be out? um when you tour in december uh no uh sorry i'm am actually doing this as as live it's not written yet so there you go anyway look th- I, I know i i always get pissy with people for asking about that and i really shouldn't um because it's, you know, it it, it it's it, it, people want to know, you know, and better that than no one is interested in you, no one ever asks you about a new album. So, I it, it's just I get asked so much. It yeah, I don't know, it it just winds me up. But that's my issue. That is not the issue. Of, you know, I, I can't expect everybody to be fucking mind readers. Um, so what else has been going on? Oh yeah, and along with the new Andrew WK album, I have to say this, right? Um, some of you might like them, but for me, Guar a shit okay absolute shit right nearly as bad as rob zombie for that just fucking mid pace <orthogonny> yep really fuck off and i don't give a shit that their live show is amazing and that they that they pretend to be aliens from another from another dimension and all. it's fucking shit strip it down just just no thanks no thanks Rob Zombie, who I've now dragged into it, no thanks, just no, just fucking no. Horrible, horrible music. That's all I have to say about that. But it wouldn't be a Bolo cast, would it? Wouldn't be a Bolo cast without a mention for Gene Simmons. That's right, Good old Gene. How's this for an offer? The new The Vault box set that's coming out. How long do you think it took them to come up with that title for a load of unreleased stuff and B-sides and stuff? The Vault. Apparently, it's had a load of titles over the years because this project's been coming for a long time. I I just did my homework, okay? And after all of the, like, the also-ran titles, what they've settled for, finally, some genius came up with. The Vault. Really. Well done. Well, anyway, Gene has made a fantastic offer. I'm sure you'll all be doing this. Gene Simmons will deliver the Vault box set to your home for (laughs) $50,000. I want him to be blowing me for that kind of money. Okay? I mean, really, the nerve. The fucking nerve. I, I mean, I took the piss out of Dave Mustaine having a scout jamboree in his garden and charging people a few grand a time. That looks positively self-aware compared with jeans. You know, yes, I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. You pay me 50 grand, I'll come round, deliver this box set to your house. While you're there, I'll probably try and fuck your wife. Because apparently that's what he's like, as I've been told. And apparently that is real hair. It is just fucking weird. And he does look like a sort of melted waxwork these days. Fuck it, but whatever. <laughs> In my, I, I, you know what's coming? I would pay Gene 50 grand to not come round my house, to never perform again, and to just pack Kiss up. I'd pay serious money if we could go back in time and just erase them. No, actually, that's wrong. That's wrong. Don't—they've influenced lots of bands that I like, Ramstein and Anthrax, to name but two, and every kind of fuck every American band I seem to interview. Love Kiss. I mean, even Brian Slagel liked Kiss, the head of a thrash label. You know, we, we we go back and listen to that episode. We well, we don't have an argument, but I'm just like, no, the shit. Um, but fifty thousand dollars. i have got to say it again. Really?
2: Fucking hell.
0: I mean, you know, as much as a dick as he is, some of the things he says do just fucking make me howl. And sometimes I think, do you know what? I think he's actually, I think he's on a bit of a wind-up. I actually think he is just a bit of a wind-up merchant. And I think he says a lot of stuff just just for clickbait. I mean, he is fucking clickbait heaven, that guy. Um, Anyway... Look, next up um, is um, a catch-up with Cancer Killer Dan. That's right, no longer is he Cancer Dan, he's Cancer Killer Dan. So, um, funnily enough, I'm not due to speak to him for another hour. So what I'm going to do is leave you guys here, and then I'm going to go and have a chat with him. And um, actually, no, look, here it comes. Here's me and Dan. Uh, I'm not going to be chatting to him for about another one hour and ten minutes. But here is me and Dan chatting in the future, but not really, because it's here right now. Hello. Hello there. Now how's it doing, mate? How are you going?
3: Not bad, mate. How are you doing?
0: Uh, I am very well, thank you very much. I am very Good. well. Um, uh, funnily enough, I've, I'm recording the podcast at the moment, so I've had to pause it so we can do this okay. chat. Right. So it's kind of nice. re- it, it, yeah, it's, it's kind of real time. It's fucking really, th- it's
3: like it's like twenty four.
0: Yeah, basically. It's just like twenty four, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um so um I've I've bumped into a few people um who've been asking after you, people who listen to the podcast and stuff and um Oh
3: really?
0: Yeah, 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 you know, you're a you're a popular you're a popular guy. Uh that's that, that's Christ, why I,
3: that... people have got
0: lower standards these days, haven't they? No, nah, mate, uh, you're a popular guy, that's why I'm keeping you off the podcast, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My my fucking podcast, I'm not having anybody more popular than me. Be um, hijacked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and um, and funnily enough, I always make notes for each episode. And and the right. f- the very first note I had on my phone was um, your uh, your Macmillan charity gig, and that's what made me think, yeah. "Fucking hell, why why am I talking about it?" I get you on to talk about it. So, cancer killer oh, okay. cancer killer Dan um, <laughs> returns to the stage in awesome form. Tell us about it, man. Um,
3: it was a really fucking good night, actually. Um, it was a nightmare organising the thing. Um, we had a, a, the band. That we, we we got all local acts, so we all got local bands and like groups and stuff uh, to play. Apart from one, who are our mates from Stoke on Trent, Balls Deep. And if anybody's listening, you should go check those out. There's a plug for you lads. Um, they had to pull out of the gig like, a few weeks before it, because the singer tore all the muscles in his stomach. Ooh, fuck. And then he's going to have to have surgery to re- repair him. How the fuck does that uh, happen? I don't know. I don't know if it was a work thing or something. They said he didn't, he didn't go into specifics, but...
2: Shit.
3: Sounded pretty fucking painful.
2: Yeah.
3: So, but we managed to... It took us ages to get a replacement. We asked everybody that we knew, and everyone was busy on that day. We picked a really shit date for it. Uh, really, like, o- organisational-wise, at least. Uh, so... Eventually we got the replacement, uh, and people actually fucking turned up for it. <laughs> when I got I was <laughs> so many messages of people saying that they couldn't go to it because they had holidays or they had other stuff booked and all this stuff. So people actually turned up, and it, it was a really good turnout. Um, yeah, and people like because we went on a little bit late as well. Like last year, people started sort of filling out a little bit just around the time that we got on stage, but. Uh, that people really fucking stuck around for us this time. So, like, we had a great turnout, as you say, and we did a raffle, uh, got rid of a load of prizes on that, and eventually we raised, I think it was £1,110.
2: Oh, that's so,
0: awesome, man. So that's, that's a new yeah. guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to run with that. <laughs> so Oh, that's yeah. that's brilliant, mate. So how how do you get how do you get that money to the charity then?
3: Somebody will come and pick it up. Um, I've just emailed them tonight, basically asking how the how how they want to get it. This because I set up a just giving account as well um, for anybody who wanted to donate but couldn't go to the gig. So there's like 190 pounds in that plus the other. I'm shit at maths, the rest of it. <laughs> right, okay. Eleven hundred and ten. Uh, like in cash, so but they've got a representative who'll just come and pick the buckets up. Basically. That's that is
0: that's so. fucking that's fucking brilliant. That is so I'm quite that, 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 that I'm is fair. awesome, man. That's and and I also I love I love to think of you. I love to think of you sat around the virtually the whole of September with buckets of but buckets of money mm-hmm. in your house. <laughs>
3: I know, and I've not actually spent any of it as well. <laughs> I'm real fucking with myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, I, I said when we booked it, uh, um, I said when we booked it, right, like, last year we did £714. and like, this year I want to smash a grand in. So like, leading up to it, I was just like, I'm, 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 I was just like, we're going to struggle to get 500 quid at this rate. But, we smashed it right in, so I'm quite chuffed.
0: And, oh, that's brilliant, mate! Yeah. that's brilliant. Um, and and so th- this is so this is a bit of an annual thing now.
3: I don't know because because it was such a nightmare organising it. I was saying I was saying right up to the night I was like, I'm not doing another one after this. I didn't even get into being in a band. To fucking do this shit Yeah And um, I can't be asked with it And all this stuff But the number of people Have come up to me And said you need to make this An annual thing Because it's been a great night Done a good thing And everything And there's like There's a few people said I'll help you organise it If it's been that much Of a problem I'll help you organise it Yeah
0: Yeah, yeah. You, know. you, you watch where you, you watch where those people go When you say Right yeah, okay um, Yeah
3: exactly <laughs> Yeah Well you know
0: What it's like Being in a band I mean you know Yeah it, it's yeah. And and the thing, I I totally get it. I was speaking to our agent, funnily enough, only today. And you know, we we right. I'd, I'd had some offers for the band that I that I'd sent on to her, and she was like, "Oh, you know, thanks for that." I was like, "No worries." Yeah. Like 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 I am going to keep hold of them. Do you know what I mean? If I want if I yeah, to, yeah. if I wanted to book the band, I'd be a fucking agent. I wouldn't be yeah, in the band.
3: Exactly. exactly.
0: Yeah, and uh, it's it, well, it, it, it it's hard, man. It is it is yeah, it is hard, yeah. especially when and when you are dealing with like. It, like you say, like, some guy ripping all of his stomach muscles. Like, where the yeah, fuck does that come from?
3: I know, I know. It just came out of fucking nowhere. And, and like, and then because we was, we was going to get some uh, T-shirts made, like, with the poster for the gig on it, and, like, do pre-orders, and then, like, the money that we made from the T-shirts, again, was going to go to the charity. But because of when it happened... And then the time that it took for us to get a replacement we didn't have time to get the t-shirts made yeah so yeah it was it, that put a right fucking bollock on things but but yeah i
2: mean yeah,
3: at the same time this is kind of if you want to especially at the level that 13 is at if you want to get if you want to get gigs and all this stuff you've just got to put the fucking work in and do it as much as you as much as like i say i, I can whinge and say that i didn't get into being in a band to organise shit like that Unfortunately, if you want to make a name for yourself You've got to do it, haven't you, sir? Yeah And not that yeah. we did that gig to make a name for ourselves But at the same time, that is that is a part of it, isn't it? Unfortunately, you've just got to put the work in
0: Yes, yeah, yeah Well, even yeah, even more so with every passing a month and year It is yeah. about just put, putting that work in Putting the, yeah. the grind, as I believe it's uh, referred yeah, to Yeah,
3: exactly we went out and posted all of the takeaways around the venue area and stuff like that, and we got other people. Uh, there's one of the other bands, was, uh, their bassist works in a printing shop. So he's like, I'll do you the post, I'll print the posters out for free for you, I'll go and put them out somewhere as well. So they all got put around town, and uh, as I say, we went and did all the takeaways and stuff. So, that's yeah, awesome, we, we, man. I think, I think that's what's missing a lot of the time. We, I think people... And, and and Facebook and the internet are, are good tools and stuff, but I, I think yeah, people should also do the old-school postering and flyering and all this stuff, because it can't hurt. Yeah. And I think, you know what I mean, I think that stuff really helps instead of just relying on the internet, which seems to be the main thing these
2: days. Yeah, no,
0: well, uh, you're absolutely right. Uh, funnily enough, I was just having a, a, a bit of a moan about social media on the front of the podcast, where it's, you know, it, it's... Um, uh, a, a rule our merch company uses is a um, hundred likes on Facebook equals one purchase.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
0: You know, and it's it's people want to be seen to be supporting the right things. People want to yeah. be seen to be cool on social yeah. media, um, yeah. uh, and so and so what you get is you know basically is a side of them that is, is isn't really real. It's it's oh. you know who they wish they were in real life. Um yeah. and um and yeah you know like you say you know you get all these people saying oh you know oh, yeah yeah we will we, oh, we'll be there and blah, blah and then oh no i can't make it and you know yeah. i mean yeah yeah but you learn that being in a band don't you that the amount of oh, times do, yeah. people are going to say like oh i'll you know I, I i've got a very old friend of mine who um i'm really good mates with and they have been saying you know they were going to come to a gig on the first Acid Rain comeback tour, we did with Zentrix. Then they right. were going to come to the April gig. Then they were going to come to Bloods. They've not been to one fucking gig. Right, do you
2: yeah, know yeah. what I mean? And
0: I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, well, I've offered you, you know, you you don't have to pay to get in. It's guest list. Yeah. What, I, apart from drive you to the fucking gig, I've I've done all yeah. I, I've have done what I can. So uh, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of like, I'm just going to kind of not bother in in, in future. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because I just think, yeah, what's what's the fucking point? But you know, yeah. Anyway,
3: I know that. What you mean. I- I just think I will, if, if on, like on the day that they might eventually turn up, and that's all I would like. Fair enough if they do. Yeah, If they do. It's, it's not. I just think oh, yeah, I am gonna lose any fucking sleep over it. To be fair, but well, unless it's doing a fucking charity thing, when I, and I've got and I've set myself a target, <laughs> and I start stressing myself out, going right, what else can I do to meet this fucking target? So what? And w- that's when I start getting a bit frustrated by it.
0: <laughs> what was what was your target?
3: As I say, grand. Um, so that was that's your target. What I yeah, that was my target, so I
0: smashed it. So. Smashed it. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's really, yeah, really cool. And how's um how's how's everything else? You know, you uh you, you do you are you feeling the after effects at all, or are you just fucking you know smashing life um, in the nuts? I'm
3: trying to smash life in the. I'm still, I still get tired quite a lot. Um, but I'm I'm back in the gym now. I'm I'm back up to. I'm approaching my personal best records and stuff like that. I saw this fucking article not long ago where um, uh, one of the Gallagher brothers from Oasis was complaining about mu- uh, like people who play musical exercise. You <laughs>
2: shouldn't
3: fucking do it. You know what I mean? Like We're not sporty people. But um, yeah, I'm getting up to my fucking personal best again and stuff like that. Like I'm approaching them. I'm not near them. I'm not there yet. I'm not as strong or as fit as I used to be but I'm getting there um, as I say I still get tired quite a lot and I still like I uh, still have to have a, a 20 minute nap when I get home from work and that but uh, yeah I'm getting there definitely it's def- and my hands are still on, on my guitar and stuff they, they haven't got the strength and the stamina that they used to have but again they, they're not tingling all the time so I'm I'm not there yet But I'm on my way That's well, where I'm at at the
0: minute Well you're going to have to Get in shape for December mate Yeah we
3: are <laughs> Yeah hey. you right
0: That's going to be fucking I'm looking forward to that Yeah for those of you Who don't know um, Acid Rain We're going out And doing three gigs In uh, Leeds Manchester And Glasgow And we're taking Reanimator um, With us And of course Dan plays In Reanimator As well as 13 So um, yeah. yeah it's going to be Fucking awesome man I can't wait yeah, I really I'm can. really looking forward to it Cool, cool, and from a from the kind of like is there any sort of mental hangover from the whole thing? are you you know occasionally do you catch yourself sort of going fucking hell i had i had, I had cancer at the beginning of the year, and you know yeah,
3: yeah I've got quite a lot of that <laughs> when um, when I'm pissed i if somebody mentions it, I'm like I won't stop talking about it sort of thing right I've, I've, um, I've said to people like if i'm if I am drinking and it comes up, tell me to fucking shut up because I won't stop talking about it. And it's, it's. I, I have to. I've had to stop myself. I don't I want to be one of these people that complains about it all the time because cause, yeah. you know it could have been a lot worse, sort of thing. And and so it's it's in the back of my head constantly. And I'm it's as a minute, like when I'm sober and I'm awake and stuff, I've got my fucking chain on. I've got my hand on the fucking. Dog and it's not fucking running anywhere. Yeah. But every so often, the fucking yeah. chain slips out my hand a little bit. Yeah.
0: But, uh, and it goes and it goes, and run, it goes running up and down the street, knocking people's yeah, bins over and pissing in people's gardens.
3: Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> and um it's weird as well. Like I had, uh, I actually went to hospital on Monday last week for my like checkup thing, and I was just like, I can't believe it's been four months since I finished the chemo, but um, it feels like it was a million years ago. And But it's it's so weird. It's like, it's almost like time sort of stood still in that like five or six months that I was doing the chemo. It's like I can't, it, it was January, and then I blinked, and all of a sudden it's fucking, like, uh, August, September time sort of thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it, it just went like that, and it feels like that portion of time it's just completely separate from, and it's just like, I, I all of a sudden became 29, and it was like, it, just before, I was like when I started the chemo, I had not long ten twenty eight. 28, <laughs> so I think, so, right. it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing, but then at the same time, you kind of think, it was, it was only, it was four months ago, how the fuck's four minutes passed, four months passed, sorry, but then you kind of think, it was, it was only four months ago, so, yeah. I
2: don't
3: know, it's a weird thing,
0: so is is there? Um, I mean, I'm sure there's lots of um, kind of groups for people with cancer to sort of, you know, sort of counselling and stuff. Is there is there anything yeah. kind of like cancer survivors where you, where you can go and like you know be amongst other survivors and all talk about your experiences?
3: Um, I don't, I've not looked into it too much. I did actually get offered counselling and stuff like that. I Actually, there's another guy who got diagnosed. The first, the same time as I did, the first time that I got diagnosed, um, and he actually got diagnosed with PTSD after he got the all clear from that. So, so like, I think, uh, yeah, I did get offered counselling and stuff, and I never really went ahead with it, which I maybe, maybe should look at. It. Well, the but, uh, the, uh,
0: the only reason I bring it up, mate, is like, a, if you get the chance to do counselling do it cuz you find out about yeah. yourself you find about uh, shit out shit about yourself you didn't realize yeah. but the yeah. only, the only reason i mention it is that if you're getting drunk and when you're drunk you can't stop talking about it it means that that has to come out some, uh, somewhere uh, so so it's like when you get drunk like you said you've got the hand on the ch- you've got your hand on the chain and yeah. when you get drunk it slips and that stuff comes out and it comes out because it wants to come out yeah, and the yeah. reason it's getting out is because your alcohol, it, you know, the alcohol consumption is letting it out. But it doesn't mean that when you're not drunk, that isn't all still going on and still needs to come out. oh
3: uh, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it's um, yeah. I should
3: probably look into it
0: to move fair. But it's um, yeah. well, you know, it's uh, if I, I'm uh, different different strokes with different folks, but um, you know, yeah. it, it's you you might you might find. That you know, people are going. That you know, other people are going through a similar situation or whatever. Yeah. If nothing else, it give you a chance to just fucking get everything off your chest. Yeah, true, true. Because you, yeah. cl- you clearly want to. If you're, um, if you're boring everyone to death when you have a few beers. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Oh, but, my, but yeah, I'm it's, uh, back on
3: the uh, partying wagon a bit again as well. So oh, that's really? Good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I went on a stag do a weekend and it was fucking great. Uh, I, I actually, I said to him, I said, when we was organising it, I said to the lads, we should go to York, like, obviously being from promoted and stuff, like, we should go to York, because York's just a cool night out. And I said to him, there's, n- there's no atmosphere in York, like, like no bad atmosphere in York, because it's always really chilled out and all this stuff. Yeah. We got there and we, we kind of brought the atmosphere. <laughs> My mate ended up getting punched.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was great. So, yeah, it
2: I, was
0: great. You know, you know, you know, you're doing something right if uh, if one of you gets punched.
3: Yeah, exactly. Uh, that
0: that is the so, sign. So, was it was it a stag weekend or a stag night or what? Uh, it
3: was a stag day. We did like, we went and did like this sort of activity package thing, and we did like um, archery, axe throwing, and quad biking, and all this stuff, and then we went out on the piss on York. So it was great.
0: Fucking yeah, hell! I like it. I, yeah, oh yeah, I, um, I've been on these um, activity stag weekends before as yeah, well. And yeah. u- usually, it just consists of like a few enthusiastic people, and the rest of the stag party going. No I'm going to fuck that off, and everyone going, "Yeah, but you've already <laughs> paid for it. It's already paid." And you go, "Yeah, whatever. I'm I'm not fucking doing it." Yeah, um, yeah. I, you know. So, uh, so were you just down there for the night, and then stayed over and came yeah, back the following we, day. Yeah.
3: Well, we 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 stayed in
2: a hostel as well. Oh we, bloody we, like, hell!
3: I know, there was rumors that we had booked. So, and then when we got there, there was like, oh, someone's been booked wrong. You haven't got a room, so, it's like, three of you are going to have to go in, like, one of the dorm rooms with, like, a load of other people who were there. Yeah. Like, sleeping. We, we was like, we're going to rock up at two o'clock in the morning, shit-faced. Are you sure that's a good idea? Yeah. So it was like, there's no else we can do about it. You can't fucking sleep anywhere if you don't. So, it was like, All right, well... <laughs> You've asked for the fucking complaints then, tell you? But we we weren't too bad. Apart from my mate whinging that he got punched. (laughs) (laughs) We got choked out of the bar and everything. It was great.
2: Oh,
0: brilliant. (laughs) Just being totally inappropriate.
3: Well, he was. And we said to him the next day, you completely fucking deserved that. And uh, he was like, at first he was like, "No, I didn't." And then there's the more, the more, the more that he remembered, he was like, "Oh, actually, yeah, I did. I was being a proper prick." Or like, <laughs> he was
0: like, "Yeah, he was." <laughs> uh, it was great. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so it, was, it It certainly sounds like you're. Um, it sounds like you're pretty much um, back to normal.
3: Yeah, I'm definitely making a go of it.
0: That's awesome. So. Have you and have you been? Um, uh, have you had any band practices?
3: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we've been practicing loads. We're um, been practicing b- with both bands. Uh, uh, I'm not sure how, how much I, I'm always. I always try to be a bit cagey about Reanimator and stuff because I don't know. Yeah. What Kevin John want me to give away. Yeah. But um, we've got stuff planned basically with Reanimator, and I think people are going to be pretty excited about. Is all I'll say for that. In um,
2: 13, we're
3: um we're recording. We're booked in to record our al- our next album. In was on the nineteenth of October. Wow! We were going to spend a week recording that. So we've just been hammering the songs, making sure they're all lent and like sh- sharp and everything. And so you yeah. gonna be, are you
0: gonna be are you gonna be trying to flog thirteen CDs at, at Reanimator's <laughs> merch stall? Then
3: I probably will. To be honest, that's a <laughs> really
0: good idea. <laughs> oh, for, oh, brilliant! I'm going to get the fucking blame for this now.
3: Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It said we can. It said we can. not worry yeah.
0: about it. <laughs> it's all his idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fucking it <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, yeah. So, so you had to put the whole thing on hold while you sort of. So, it was all this was all written pre-cancer, was it?
3: Half of it was. I wrote some of the songs during the chemo. Right. Um, they're not like all cancer ballads. So. No. Uh, damn. No. <laughs> um, uh, yes, yeah, so I wrote. I, I wrote some of them during the chemo. Um, we kind of re- we practiced a little bit with thirteen while I was doing the chemo, like because the the place that we practice at with re-animator is like a proper metal band practice room. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like you can imagine the fucking hygiene situation one of those Yeah. Um, no offence to the place because it is it. Before anyone accuses me of sliding it off. Um but, at the other place uh, the rooms are smaller and they like they have they have different i don't, i don't know how to describe it, but it, it's just cleaner <laughs> right. and i just said, I said to him exactly how clean your rooms, are, and it was like, well, i'll tell you what we know what's happening we'll go in and scrub the place we'll scrub all the carpets on the walls for you before you go in Wow. At any time you want to practice so that was really fucking cool, so we was able to i didn't use the mics obviously because you don't want to be sharing a mic yeah with, fuck knows how many people while well, you've got no immune system but yeah guitar wise we kept on with it like as much as we could there's like the week that I did the chemo I couldn't practice because I just felt like dog shit but like if we, if we could maybe practice the week after or the week after that then we would so yeah I kept, we, we kept our hand in a little bit
2: so. yeah
0: oh that's cool and, and, and I can't believe probably one of the most fucking naff questions there is but um How's your hair?
3: It's, it's back. It's back with a vengeance.
0: You lucky bastard.
2: I
3: know. Uh, you should look into it, itch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could
0: do with a nice bit of cancer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: But um, and to be fair, my mate, my ginger mate at work. He he, he says to me, oh, what are you gonna do if it comes back ginger like mine? I was like asking for more chemo. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, no, no it's all right. Gingers, Gingers deserve it.
0: Gingers deserve it all. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, uh,
3: yeah, you So it's back. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit lighter and it's a little bit Curlier than it was before. But right, it's completely back. So I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be going for my first haircut. So which is weird. It's yeah, my haircut
2: this year. <laughs> oh, I could
0: just imagine you sit, sit down in the chair and the girls there. So what, um, you know, what have you been up to then? <laughs> it's like yeah. right. How long since your last? <laughs> when do I start? We think you'd be like, how long since your last haircut? You'd be like January. and They'd be like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: brilliant.
3: But, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's all back now. Um, people, people are quite disappointed, to be honest, because they, they haven't got the uh, the cue ball thing to rag me for. Anymore, yeah, so.
0: look, yeah, they're, they're they're missing it, aren't they? Yeah,
3: they are. There was a few people is like. Uh, I first time I went to the gym, so he's like, "Oh, so is that a summer cut then?" Like, nope, cancer cut. Thank you very fucking much. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He was like, "Shit, really?" He was like, "Yeah." Did you not? (laughs) I see you every day in the gym, and I've not been here for fucking six months. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Fucking (laughs) hell! Yeah. Cool man. Uh, Well, look, mate. I'm, I'm. 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 I, I speak for everybody listening say it's it's great to have you back and um I'll get oh, thank uh, you very um, much. and I'm sure we'll um we'll end up doing um we'll probably end up doing some uh, some one-on-one podcasts um when we're out on the road together bro Yeah
3: we should Yeah, yeah. we we'll do some proper yeah. rock and roll Yeah, yeah some
0: proper heavy yeah. metal fucking podcasting going on there Right mate yeah. Yeah. okay well look enjoy the rest of your night um You too man Thanks for uh, thanks for sparing the time look after yourself No worries Take care Cheers Cheers, mate. Bye, Bye-bye. bye. And that was literally—I just hung up a couple of minutes ago—and there you go. It's almost like a live podcast, but not quite. Uh, it's really good to catch up with Dan again. Um, I hope you're all um, as pleased as I am that he's um, yeah he's back out and kicking ass, man. So um, that's cool. So cool. Um, and this has been a cool podcast Uh, well it's hardly for me to say is it but um, hopefully you've enjoyed it Um, a little shorter than usual but you had the James Murphy one which was like pretty gigantic um, this month so you know I I can only do so much I don't want to spoil you Um, uh, as always please do spread the word please do spread the word about the podcast I can't stress that enough Um, share it wherever you can if you happen to be in iTunes um, and and you see it give give me a review Um, and uh, yeah just look it's an absolute pleasure I say it every month but it's an absolute pleasure to be in your ears it really is even if that was a little creepy Um, it is it genuinely is Um, I sit here jabbering away like you're in the room um, rolling your eyes, going "Oh fucking hell, Howard!" Really, um, and I can't blame you. Um, but it, it it is, you know. We we are we are uh, we're a cool little community, the uh, the cast community. And um, and if you have just joined us through the through hearing about like the James Murphy thing or whatever, you know, it's it's really good. Um, I know it, I have picked up. Um, some new followers, new subscribers So to all of you, thank you very much It's nice to have you on board Go back through the um, the back catalogue There's all sorts of interesting stuff in there um, And uh, the the Channel Zero one If you've listened to them all if you, if you think, oh, Channel Zero, some Belgian metal band Not quite sure about that Listen to that one Because you will never hear anything like it Seriously, listen to it That's my advice Anyway, this is a bit weird I'm plugging my own episodes But not this one <laughs> Um, look, guys, it's been absolutely great. Thank you very, very much. Um, and I'm going to leave you now with a little snippet of audio that I found on my uh, on my laptop, and I wasn't sure what it was, and I played it, and it's an outtake. This whole thing is me trying to get through to Mike um, uh, Alvord of um, Holy Terror. And it's when it all went pear-shaped and we couldn't get each other on Skype. And this is just, it's not great, it's not great to listen to, so don't get excited. Not that you would, but um, it just gives you some idea of the fucking technological fucking nightmares that, um, that we have sometimes behind the scenes. When I say we, I mean me. Anyway, till next time, till October, take care, speak to you then. Aha. Hi, Mike, are you there? Right. Ugh. This is an absolute pain in the butt, it really is. Um. Right, OK, thank you, thank you, OK, <laughs> thanks, thank you. For some reason, I don't know why my speaker has decided to stop working, which is bizarre. Hang on a sec. Right, okay. Um, um Are you there? Are you there? Um I right, for some reason I've got no I've got no uh I've got no sound whatsoever. I can't I can't hear you, mate. This is absolutely ridiculous. yeah yeah it is bearing in mind that we spoke a few minutes ago so I don't know what was happening there but I did have something come up and say needs to access your sound card so um I'm sorry about this I tell you what look let's give it five minutes quarter to um uh yeah exactly the mystery to fucking right can you give me five minutes I'll sort it out this end um and I'll give you a call back I'm really sorry about this immensely unprofessional um but uh, believe you me, it'll be worth it. It'll be the best interview you've ever done. Um, there you go. No pressure. <laughs> okay, cool. I'll speak to you in five. Cheers. Oh, hang on, hang on. No, I'm hearing you now. I'm hearing the little the little bleeps. This is right. Okay, it's obviously an issue with. Um, just just stay with me for one second because I'm in, I'm going to go into options. Running commentary on man tries to fix um, Skype. This is the highlight of your day. Um, let's have a look right, video settings don't need to know about those Um, audio settings come on, what are we doing here? Um, yeah, speakers why aren't you working? ah, right, okay
2: um,
0: okay um, um, Mike, are you, um are you, are you there? Because I'm actually not hearing you. Um, ah, right, OK. I've got everything working this end, but I can't hear you. Um, <laughs> right, actually, just looking at the signal, my signal's shocking this end. I'm going to call you back and let's see if um, I can hear you and we can get cracking. I'm going to call you back in two seconds. And um, it, it went on from there. We didn't speak in two seconds. It went. I, I've just edit. I've just cut you. I've just cut about another five minutes of me fumbling around and weird noises. So anyway, just, what a way to go out. <laughs> speak to you next month.